Hello and welcome back to the Empowerment Podcast with Alice Lilly. My name is Alice and this podcast has been designed to help empower you to live your happiest, healthiest life. So again, we're going to be doing a something a little bit different this week. This is now episode eight, I believe. Yeah. So last week we had busting the nutrition myths. And I just want to say before I start... Last week, I was trying to remember the type of fat that is banned in like Europe and the UK, but it's legal in America and it's trans fat. And I just couldn't remember it whilst I was on the the podcast. And then whilst I was doing the podcast, if you've listened to last week's podcast, you'll get what I'm on about. Um, And then I was literally hoovering my house after recording the podcast and I was like, trans fat. (laughs) Oh, well, next time I'll... I'll remember things better. (laughs) I probably won't. So this week, we're going to be doing a question and answer. And I'm really excited to do this because I put a question and answer box on my Instagram story. And I had quite a few good questions that like, when I answer questions on my story, I feel like I can't give as much of a detailed response as I would like. So why not go through them in the podcast for you? Um, and as always, guys, if you ever have, you know, specific topics that you'd like me to discuss on the podcast, then please do feel free. Um, but let's get right into it. So starting with the first question that I got, which is what is your best advice for getting a better relationship with food? Now, I feel like this is something that a lot of my audience struggle with. And um, when I've put up polls before, a lot of you have said, you know, relationship with food is something that you do really struggle with. And identifying where you feel like your negative relationship with food came from is a good idea. Um, understanding where your influences were around how you think and feel around food you know it could be from your parents it could have been like from your upbringing could have been from you know years of dieting like unsustainably and going around in like dieting um like over restriction and then overeating kind of cycle can really damage your relationship with food alongside your body um your body image and stuff like that so with regards to getting a better relationship with food first out I would say to ensure that you're not giving food a moral value for example stop calling foods good and bad and naughty cheat treat even treat I feel like people use the word treat instead of cheats as you know it's a more um like maybe like a nicer way of putting that like treat meal or I'm having a treat you know and I understand you know the the means to use these kind of phrases but they they aren't good for a positive relationship with food you know not giving food a moral value and in this uh, instance we can say rather than calling foods good or bad um where you probably pick this up from like previous dieting or like your parents or whatever um just saying i'm referring to food as more nutritious and less nutritious for example you had a you had a higher calorie meal rather than i had a cheat meal or um someone uh, on my uh, lecture in the eiq nutrition course i'm doing amelia said calling it like a social meal instead is a good way of you know calling like a meal out just you know it's just a meal out it's just a social meal it's just a meal out with friends a higher calorie meal a less nutritious meal like you know it hasn't got to be called a cheat meal and I'm really really not a fan of coaches that still 
calling things cheat meals like I just is no it's not good for your relationship with food and then the same with this on plan off plan mentality on track off track you know stop referring and saying to like your like what you're doing is you know I'm having an off plan week how long do you feel like you can live your life by thinking on plan and off plan you know are you going to be 40 50 60 70 years old not that like 40 years old that's just like that's like 20 years away from me well actually it's not it's like 15 christ um but yeah how how long are you going to be saying on plan off plan for you know like i feel like when we're trying to change our mindset towards food and you know creating a healthier lifestyle thinking about longevity rather than short-term satisfaction you know that is the kind of coach i am i'm not going to be coaching anyone to attain rapid rapid fat loss or anything like that like you know looking for longevity so with the terminology on plan off plan how long did you plan on using that terminology for you know I understand again the meaning behind it I feel like a lot of people have this on plan off plan vocabulary from slimming world um So trying to not refer to yourself as having an off plan weekend, if you just weren't as, you know, thoughtful with your food and you just allowed yourself to relax, you know, trying to remove these kinds of vocabularies and also doing some goal setting is my, my favorite thing. So, you know, you're saying um, what's your best advice for the, for having a better relationship with food, set out some goals and set out some kind of like visualize how you want to think and feel about food this is what I get clients to do when they first start with me so you know set out goals around like whatever your health and fitness goals are but with regards to your relationship with food how do you want to think about food how do you want to feel and be around food like what are your goals for that um and how do you feel like you can start to embody any of that already right now is something that's really powerful and um, that I like to do with clients. And then also recognizing what kind of food rules that you have implemented. This is again, something that I do with clients, you know, asking like what food rules you have. For example, some clients um, might have said that they can't eat like two meals in a day that have carbs in, or obviously these are just rules that people have picked up. Like these are, this is not like rules that you should do or anything like that um or thinking that they they can't eat bread or um having a rule that like they think they can't eat too much fat or you know just like whatever these kinds of rules that you have implemented or saying that you can't eat a certain thing or you know whatever it is and look at listing out all the food rules that you have and then trying to go through and untangle why you believe these rules or why you've implemented these rules where did these thoughts and beliefs around food come from and start to unpick it start to like rewrite the rule you know rationalize more about your rules that you have implemented with food because for a lot of people you um you might not follow by these like rules and saying like quotation marks like all the time but it might be something that you have you know, when, whenever you go on a diet, you then think, right, I can't do this, can't do that, can't do that. Do you know what I mean? And then you implement these rules where you know that really, like, there, there shouldn't be any food rules, you know. There's guidelines that we should follow by. Of course, like, I give my clients nutrition guidelines to follow by, um, but not rules, you know. Rules imply that we can then break the rules and then 
feel guilty about that, you know, so we don't want to be having any food rules in place. So yeah, that would be my advice, you know, stopping, stopping giving food moral value um, and writing out, you know, goals about how you want to think and feel and be around food um rewriting all of your beliefs and I can't remember what the thing I said at the start was either um but yeah and trying to ensure that you're that you are including a variety of foods in your diet and you allow yourself to eat you know a variety of foods in your diet that is important you know um so yeah I hope that was useful so moving on to the next question which I like it says where is the logic behind me feeling so good about my body and then so crappy the next day so this is like where it just shows how common or how easy it is for your body image to change you know for to go from like feeling positive towards yourself or you know feeling good about your body and then feeling not so good the next day whereas you would your body has not changed if much at all in you know a 24-hour period um or something like that I am going to have a webinar talking about body image very very soon not webinar podcast sorry Um, I am going to do a podcast talking about body image very soon as it's one of my favorite things to talk about. I have lots of content about body image on my Instagram anyway, but um, recognizing that, you know, that you can feel good one day and then feel differently the next day is good that you can recognize that. And then ask yourself, you know, what has happened across the last, say, for example, one day you look in the mirror and you're feeling good. The next day you look in the mirror, you don't feel good. You know, you start then hating your body or whatever. Think and reflect around what's happened between that last, between that day or like the last 24 hours, whatever, to make you then feel differently about your body, because it's you feeling differently about your body it's not the way your body is looking and when we have these kind of um, fluctuations of of how we feel towards ourselves we're usually remaining looking the same so asking yourself and trying to recognize you know what's prompted you to feel differently you know for some people it might be that you had a higher calorie meal and that you've been a bit bloated or um that someone might have made a comment or you've been spending too much time online and comparing yourself to other people or you've tried some clothes on and they didn't fit or you know whatever it is you know and recognizing what has influenced you to feel negatively about your body um and then I feel like the the more that you have the power over understanding what might be why you have felt negatively towards your body uh, can then help you with understanding okay right you know I can have more power over this because I I understand that it's just because of eating a higher calorie meal you know what can I do differently you can't not not eat higher calorie meals or not go out for dinners or have takeaways or whatever for the rest of your life no just rationalize more and like not stand in the mirror and look at your body and stare at your body the next day if you feel that after you've eaten a higher calorie meal if that is then going to make you feel like shit um and also just, I feel like for a lot of people, and I was speaking to this uh, with a client the other day, when you don't have much headspace or when you don't fill your time with things that bring you like enjoyment and you more so, you have more headspace for, you know, thinking negatively about your body or about food or whatever. But when you actually start to fill your time up with more things that make you 
feel good and you enjoy, you then start to have less headspace for these kinds of thoughts. So have a look in your, like, this is something I said with a client the other day, like having a look in your day and like, what do you do on a day-to-day basis? And I, I fully appreciate like most people just get up, go to work or do their work or whatever. And then, you know, life around it. But where in your day can you add something in that just really lifts you up and makes you feel good and makes you feel empowered and you enjoy it and it takes your mind away from things, you know, rather than spending an evening, for example, sitting on sitting just scrolling your phone all all evening or sitting and watching the TV all evening and there's nothing wrong with doing that. Like, don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with spending time on your phone or, you know, watching TV or whatever. But if you might be, you know, spending all of your free time in the day just doing that where could you do something else you know could you go out um and spend more time outdoors take advantage of nice weather be in nature more read more you know like loads of different things that you could do um but yeah to answer the question you know the question was where's the logic behind feeling so good about my body and then crappy the next day I feel like I've answered that in you know you understanding more about what has happened in though in that time period what has changed or what experience has gone on for to influence your feelings to then feel that way you know so yeah I hope that helped more um content on body image coming soon someone has asked what are the best foods for losing weight so there are no best foods for losing weight obviously we want to focus on eating nutrient-dense food just that general health but there's no best foods. Like I remember when I was younger and I used to, this is like really toxic. When I was, I'm pretty sure when I was still in school, I used to look at, or maybe I was in like sixth form. I can't know. I think I was in school because I still lived in London. And I looked up, like I used to look up online, like foods that burn more calories than when you eat them, you know, for example, things like that, or like fat burning foods and like just like things like that guys like anything or any content that says like fat burning foods it's just a scam like there are like yeah no so I'm not even going to go down that route of like speaking like why people might think there are fat burning foods or anything like that in answer to your question the best foods for losing weight I would say the best kind of like guidance to have to lose weight would be obviously you need to be in a calorie deficit that's what we need in order to lose weight and also focusing on eating enough protein adequate protein you want to be aiming for um around about like a pound of uh, sorry one gram of protein per pound of lean body mass but that's kind of like a bit of a hard way to kind of figure out um because you might not know what your lean body mass is um I advise clients to have a portion of protein in each meal and one snack. So if you're having three meals a day and one snack, you know, 20 to 25 grams of protein in all your meals and one snack would give you like 80 to 100 grams of protein. Um, That's just from directly from your protein sources. However, you might have like secondary protein from like things like rice and bread and stuff like that. But yeah, having a high protein diet, focusing on eating enough fruit and veg, keeping hydrated, you know, the basics. And whilst being in a calorie deficit is what you need to best support you losing weight. You know, there's no magic foods. And also in ensuring that you're eating foods that you like and enjoy is like one of the number one bits of guidance that I give my clients. Eating foods that you like and enjoy. If you're wanting to lose weight, you know, when we are dieting 
and losing weight, it can, we can become food focused, you know, so ensuring that you are eating foods that you like every day is important. So yeah, moving on to the next one. Someone has asked me, how is life in the UAE? Boiling hot. It is so hot out here now. It's like 38 degrees every day, but like, you know, when you scroll down, it says feels like 48 degrees because it's just humid and it's just but I love living out here don't get me wrong I'm not moaning at all but it is just boiling and I forgot like I moved out here last summer and I just forgot about how hot it got I just really forgot and then now I remember and I'm like there's still so much longer left of the summer and Boris Johnson is still keeping the UAE in the red list but yeah um, hopefully I'll be able to come back home to the UK maybe this summer if not you know no worries I'm still having a great time out here I love living out here obviously the sun's shining every day despite the fact it's boiling hot but yeah life is good out here so thank you for asking next question someone has asked what would you suggest if I really hate exercising and going to the gym but I want to lose weight I actually had a conversation like this with one of my clients on a call yesterday or a new client an old returning client um starting with me again and we were saying she she was saying you know we did home workouts before and she just really didn't enjoy it and that's okay you know if you're wanting to lose weight we need to be in a calorie deficit right so we can create that through expenditure so moving more doing more steps and through your diet so eating less calories so however you're creating your deficit you know or you know obviously with both your exercise that like the calories that you burn from exercise are not adding up to that much to your whole daily like the, the daily calorie burn so we don't want to really focus on exercise as a means to lose weight more so we can utilize exercise as a means to change your body composition you know training with weights getting stronger becoming fitter building muscle are all great benefits of exercising but you don't have to exercise like i always advise clients um it is a good idea to resistance train it's great for your body however if a client said to me i really don't want to do that i don't enjoy that that's fine. You know, with this client, this particular client, we're just focusing on, she does her 10,000 steps every day. And that's what we're going to focus on for now. You know, I've had loads of clients that when they first start with me, we don't get started with exercise until they feel ready to, um, or until they feel that they want to. And if you're someone who is like super, super busy and like, you might be a single mom or something like that, you know, and you really can't fit the time into like exercise, it's not the end of the world. However, there are so many benefits to exercise and I would always encourage, you know, finding a way of doing exercise that you enjoy. Obviously, resistance training is great um, and it would be the most advisable form of exercise. However, if you really don't enjoy it, you really hate exercising, you don't like going to the gym, you don't have to, you know, you can also just play around and and find a form of exercise that you enjoy. Another client of mine the other day, she um, said to me, that she went and played basketball the other day and she was like and I got all my steps in like before like 8 a.m or something like that because oh she went like really early in the morning that's another thing um because she was just like like walked to the basketball field and then um 
played basketball when like something like that you know you wouldn't think like oh you know I've got to go and play basketball it's just like a social thing or something you do for like fun with your friends you know how can you make exercise more fun you don't have to exercise but it is just really good for your body and it's enjoyable when you'll feel good from it and you know when you find something that you enjoy you're gonna want to do it more so yeah so that would be my advice to you don't have to if you don't if you want to lose weight but how can you um how, like what form of exercise can you do that's enjoyable for you you know swimming you might want to go like kayaking paddle boarding you know when it's summer now take advantage of the nice weather what can you do that's outdoors so yeah uh, and the last question I'm going to go through, uh, I'm going to answer a couple on my story as well. So someone said my Apple Watch is broken and it's giving me anxiety that I'm not seeing my calorie burn. So I am a big lover of helping educate clients about fitness trackers, Apple Watches, and it can be really, really hard to break up with your Apple Watch Um or it's like the scales as well, you know, breaking up with the scales. It can be really, really hard if you have got yourself um, quite focused or even possibly obsessive around using the, the watch. So I would firstly ask, why do you feel that you need to know what the, what the calorie burn is, like what it tells you that you burn on a day? What does that data give you? Why do you need to know that data? You know, when before you had your watch, you wouldn't go around your day and knowing how many calories your, your body burnt in a day. So why do you feel that you need to know that data from that, you know? Um, secondly, the, the watch is never going to be accurate, you know? So you can't trust the data that the watch gives you, you know? And then if you're, so if you are using the data that the watch gives you um, in the sense of, and then focusing like working out your food from that I would advise against that um and more so just use your watch to if you want to track in the the act of doing exercise then do that track your steps use it as the smart watch or whatever like you know like use the the features and whatever like I know like on Apple watches you can like send texts and things like that take calls or whatever but with regards to the calorie burn it's never going to be accurate and you know if you're noticing that it's giving you anxiety that you're not seeing that what your calories, what the calories are that you're burning, like ask yourself, you know, is that how, like, do I want to live like that? Is, is that something that I want to um, be feeling and be like, you know, and I'm a firm believer of everything happens for a reason. And if it's giving you anxiety that your Apple watch is broken, maybe maybe you should have some time away from the watch one of my um old clients she put on her story that recently her fitbit had broken and then she said like something like oh like my steps haven't counted now or like or you know what's the point now and I was like hey like listen to this mindset you know we don't want to be reliant on the watch for thinking that it doesn't count if I if I don't have it written on the watch and stuff like that and I feel like in this kind of generation because we've this generation now like is obsessed with devices and you know like 10 years ago like not even 10 years ago like even like six years ago I feel like no one really had Fitbits back then really you know no one knew what how many calories they were burning then 
And just reminding yourself it's, it's not going to be accurate, you know. So why do I need to know that data? I've actually had clients that I've worked with who um, they have turned the, the calories off from the face of their watch because they find that they were becoming too focused on that. So, yeah, to the person who asked this question, I would recommend that you maybe take some time away from the watch and learn more to internally regulate the want to exercise and you feeling anxious about not knowing what the calories that you're burning are you can now spend some time without the watch and realize that you don't need to know you know and that your life just goes on nothing's going to happen nothing bad's going to happen you know if you just carry on continue on doing what you were doing beforehand just the fact that you don't have the the watch telling you how many calories you burn which is inaccurate anyway so yeah I hope that that was useful thank you so much to everybody who asked their questions I really really appreciate it and I hope that you found my answers today useful oh if we um if everybody if we if everybody enjoyed this podcast maybe I'll do another Q&A type podcast in a couple of weeks slash months I have an exciting guest coming on next week so look out for that and some other exciting guests planned in um but yeah I just wanted to drop in at the end of this um podcast if you are wanting to work with me right now the way that you can work with me is through my one-on-one coaching I am taking on applications for my one-on-one coaching which is the way to work with me on a close personal level and what we will do as part of your one-on-one coaching is do some goal setting and map out what it is you're wanting to achieve you know if this is you're wanting to enter a sustainable fat loss journey you're wanting to build new habits change your lifestyle improve your mindset around your body image food um all of these things we can work on them together and more whatever you would like to work on so yeah send me a dm on instagram if that is something that you are interested in and we can chat more about it but yeah thank you so much for watching uh listening or watching listening today guys and i will speak to you in the next one